I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. podcast. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm going to be your host, your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And we getting spicy today, but it might not be as spicy as you think too. <laughs> so definitely uh, that explicit rating that we have on the show that definitely applies to this episode. So keep that in mind if you have kiddos, um, because we are talking about sacred sex magic today. This is a subject that I do not think, I don't think this is the last time we're going to talk about this is what I'm trying to say. This is definitely going to be the first of multiple episodes, I think eventually, but I want to lay a foundation And I want to create a background here because I think that sex magic is an incredibly powerful form of manifestation. And just so you know, every single time I use the word sex for sex magic, um, I'm talking about both and either, either or both and whatever, um, self and single sex magic. And also with, uh, partner or multiple people, all consenting adults. Okay. That's my big fat disclaimer for the beginning. Um, I will specify if I'm talking about specifically self-sex or partnered or multi-partner sex. Okay. But in general, we're talking about the main fundamentals of the erotic and arousal and that lustful energy. Okay. Using and working with that, working with and using the peak and the climax and the orgasm. Okay. As well as the release and the kind of trickling back down afterwards. Okay. So when we talk about sex, it does not have to be any certain style either. Okay. It does not have to be penetrative in any way. Um, and technically you don't even have to have an orgasm, um, to be able to do sex magic or to use parts of a sexual experience in your magic. Um, but these are kind of the main, uh, building blocks. Okay. When I'm talking about, otherwise I would specifically say foreplay magic. You know what I mean? When I say sex, I mean kind of the, the general, it's hard to get general with sex because it can be so, so individual and different, but that erotica energy, orgasmic energy, and then that kind of grounding and coming back down to earth. And after the release, okay. That relief afterwards energy all very important components. However, (laughs) we don't get to get to the fun stuff just yet because, um, especially if you live in America, and this is just my opinion, um, especially if you live in the United States, we have one fucked up relationship with sex here. 
probably one of the worst. We're pretty bad. Um, with just sex in general, sexuality, uh, kingdom, fetish, everything, everything in this country. God, even just nakedness. We have really toxic relationships with here in America because we utilize an insane amount of sexualization in our marketing and in our media and our mainstream media. So it's shoved into our faces. And I mean, quite forcefully, um, God, especially if you grow up in the nineties, I actually had to talk about that in therapy (laughs) because it was really shoved in our faces. Um, but I still think that in a lot of ways, it it still is. Um, and that's because our relationship with sex as a, as a collective and especially as a population of our country, still super, super toxic and wounded there. So I do want to let you know, as always, I have disclaimers. I am speaking from experience. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. Um, I am speaking strictly from experience and opinion here. Okay. So I just want to put that out. I personally cannot be your sex therapist or your sexual mentor. Okay. That's not what I do. However, I am quite a sex positive person and I wanted to do this episode during June, kind of as my pride month post. I am bisexual. It took me, good Lord. I don't think I started saying that. And even then, it, I mean, I, I still didn't advertise it necessarily, but I don't think I really admitted that to myself for the first time until, if I'm being honest with you, about 2020. I mean, this was really recent. Um, definitely always been attracted to girls and have also have, and men, and have also had like insane shame stacked around that. A lot of that is from generational trauma and individual trauma. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because first of all, I just wanted to give a nice big fat shout out all the bisexuals for Pride Month. (laughs) Yay! Because holy moly, bisexuals get shit on. Oh my God. Of, I mean, it's really bad. And not just by the external community outside of the LGBTQ community, um, but also within. Bisexuals, hands down, get some of, if not the most, just blatant, unapologetic ridicule. There's tons of reasons. This is not, and I'm not saying they're valid, but there's, if your question is why, why is that? There's lots. We're not here to teach about bisexuality today. What we are here to talk about is each person's individual sexual journey. And For a lot of us, if not most, if not maybe all, maybe everybody has some form of sexual trauma, shame, wounds, fears, insecurities. And if you're going to use sex to do your magic, 
And you're also not going going to like acknowledge or work on or try to heal any of that stuff for you in the background. It is going to directly impact your manifestation. That's why I wanted to do, honestly, a really holistic approach, an episode to sacred sex magic, because no, I'm sorry. I don't think it's something that I would advise anyone just dive right on into without having done their own shadow work with their own sexual traumas and wounds and and fears and shame, like I said. So here's the deal. Here is the dealio. Your wounds, all of that, your shame, trauma, insecurities, fears is going to come through. All of that good stuff, right, that you're putting those intentions into this this sex magic ritual that you're doing, it's going to go in there too, but it's going to carry all of that baggage. Picture your intentions. This is hilarious. This is the analogy that just came to me. This is not sexy at all. Picture your intentions, right? You make this sex ritual. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, do some self sex magic, or my partner or partners and I, we're gonna do some sex magic or do a sex ritual. Here's the intention behind it. Here's what we're manifesting. Here's what I'm manifesting. And I picture your little intention, right? And he's like, all ready to go, setting off on his adventure toward manifestation. But he has to take all your baggage with him. And I don't know about you. It looks very, very different for everybody. But for you, what does that baggage look like? So I, I, I want you to be adventurous and excited and want to explore and try this. And I want you to give yourself the genuine love and connection that you deserve, okay? Your sex rituals will be so much more than even just your intentions. I Sex magic is insanely powerful and honestly, stunningly beautiful magic. This is very, very eighth house type of stuff when I'm talking about this ethereal, elevated version of sex and intimacy, okay? And so if you have struggles and hangups and shadows and projections in intimacy and, you know, higher evolved sex then those things are going to directly hold you back from the ultimate experience anyways. You're not going to get out of it what you want and what you're intending to, okay? Now, where where should we start then, Danny? Then what the hell do I do if that's the case? Well, that doesn't mean, oh, well, you're not allowed to practice sex magic until you're healed. You better be healed all the way. No, who knows if that even happens. It's, I I don't, you know that I don't love speaking in absolutes. And one of them that I definitely don't love is I'm healed from that. I healed from that. I'm all the way healed from that. Maybe, maybe you really might be. And I'm not trying to take that away from you. But I also want to offer you the space for some more self-flexibility. 
and some more self-compassion and some more self-understanding that it's okay if you're not healed from this and that you don't realize it. So that if, if years later, months later, whenever it is, this thing gets stirred up for you, you get triggered, whatever it is, and it opens, right? Reopens all of these different wounds and traumas for you. I don't want that to send you into a total shame spiral of what the fuck? I thought I was healed from this. What's wrong with me? If I'm not healed from that, I'm then I must not have any progress or whatever, right? That That's the spiral. I just want to help you to avoid. That's all. It's, it's a very empowering statement to be healing your wounds. And so it can be really powerful to say, I'm healed from this. And I don't want to take that away from you if you need those specific words to give you that power. I just want you to also take that into consideration that it's okay if it turns out at any point that you're not all the way healed. Or maybe the way you look at it is I am healed from it, but you know, this external thing happened and reopened the wound, but that doesn't mean I wasn't healed before. That's fine. However you want to look at that. But I, I really, I want you to kind of grasp the weight of how deep sexual trauma and sexual shame goes. Um, that trauma looks very different for so many people. Sometimes the trauma is very, very violent. And sometimes it's not, it's not violent and it gets completely minimized and almost blocked out and forgotten about, but it's still there. No matter how, my point is, no matter how on the surface or beneath the surface your trauma is, it's it, your sexual trauma and sexual shame is, its roots run deep. Now, the reason for this is because our sexual energy takes place in our lower, uh, most lowest two chakra points in our bodies, in our uh, root chakra, which is our most, our lowest, lowest chakra, our base chakra. Um, but more specifically, and especially the chakra point right above that, which should be I believe just under your belly button, right around or just under your belly button, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not a chakra expert, by the way. I just have a general understanding of the energy centers. Um, but your sacral, right around that area, right around your belly button area, this is definitely sexual energy, sexual organs work, okay? So doing any kind of root work or sacral work and exploration and healing going to be wonderful. Whether you want to see an energy healer, a Reiki healer, that's going to do it. If you want to do, or again, not necessarily like that's going to do it all done. I mean, (laughs) that's going to activate that healing process for you. That's definitely going to take you on that journey. Um, you know, doing chakra work yourself or energy or visualization work yourself with these energy centers are, would also be very, very effective way to activate and embark on this healing journey. And you can, you can even do this through color magic and start specifically seeking out and working with, uh, reds and blacks. That's definitely going to be base chakra stuff and definitely that fiery, fiery, passionate orange, 
for sacral chakra stuff. You can even apply this into the foods that you eat as well. And you can really bring this into your kitchen magic. And, or if you're an herbalist, if you're a green witch, maybe you're all of these things. Um, you can also seek out specific ingredients or herbs for sexual health, uh, reproductive organ health. Okay. And you can not only consume these things, right. To promote that physical health of this area, but also infuse those ingredients or infuse those foods with your healing intention and then mindfully consume those ingredients. And that's a wonderful way to also activate the sexual healing journey from a, a very inward standpoint, kind of extending to the outward standpoint. So I really love since our organs um, are very, very internal, whether no matter how you identify, no matter what kind of genitals you have, a lot a lot of our sexual experience is completely inside of our bodies. Number one is our blood, our circulatory system, and our, and our nervous system, honestly, have so much to do with this, right? Our thoughts, our moods, the, the state that our, our mind and our emotions are in. And then our blood on a physical level, right? Our blood and all of those physical, those internal physical cues and little uh, like actions that happen, you know, all of the, all of the automated systems in there get going in the right way. These are all of the different systems that take place to make this such a pleasurable and enjoyable experience. And I really, truly believe, by the way, just so you know, I truly believe in my bone of bones that the reason sex magic is as, as powerful as it is, is because of that fucking raw pleasure and enjoyment factor. If you're not enjoying it, that's that. Oh, perfect. That just made it all connect in my head even better. That's what blocks you. That's what inhibits the manifestation. That's what kind of shifts the, the track of the ritual that you intended. Okay. Because you're, you're bypassing your own joyful experience when you bypass your traumas, when you bypass your wounds, and when you bypass your shame. I, I hate to say this, but you're making yourself do something you don't want to do. And like we disclaimed at the beginning, uh-uh, consenting, consenting. Don't do that to yourself either. Don't make yourself do anything that you don't want to do. And when it comes to sex, not only don't do it because you don't want to, only do it because you fucking want to. I want you to be passionate about it. I, I saw this not that long ago on Instagram and I cannot remember the account that I saw this on. Um, it was actually a parenting account. It was a conscious parenting account talking about teaching consent to kids. And it talked about how it's not just about consent. It's not just about yes, because an excited yes and a timid and scared yes technically are both yeses but I would not say both qualify as actual consent. And so she talked about being enthusiastic, that be, that enthusiasm from yourself or any other party involved, that natural, everyone voluntary enthusiasm, right? No coercion, no manipulation, no brainwashing, none of that. Everybody has to willingly and voluntarily be 
fucking stoked to do this. If, if you, God, even if you're just masturbating because you're bored, that's fine. Do it. It's a wonderful way to release. But I wouldn't necessarily just like throw a manifester in there. You know what I mean? I wouldn't throw a manifester, throw an intention in there to try and manifest it. Um, you certainly can. And you know, sex magic can be <laughs> incredibly intuitive. So there really aren't any black and white rules by any means. But what I am trying to get the point across is that mindfulness, intention, and purpose, this is sacred. Sacred doesn't have to mean formal and uncomfortable and like unfamiliar and stiff. That's not what sacred means. None of those things are what sacred means. I think people think that though. Like sacred means fancy. No. <laughs> no, it does not. Um, sacred means whatever it means to you, my love. And to me, I think that sacred is feeling like my highest self, embodying my highest energy. That's embodying the concept of sacred to me. And so we want you and or any other partners involved to be like, hell yes, I want to do this. I'm excited because that is going to take the joy factor to the top. This is going to get your subconscious on board. This is going to get your conscious mind on board. You're going to have those mind-blowing experiences where afterwards you're like, oh my God, I didn't even, I mean, I set out to do this sacred sex ritual, but I, I never could have planned for something as magical and profound as that, which just took place for me. It's got, it really is like that, quite honestly. Um, so doing the physical healing and the emotional healing, the reason we do this is because it uncovers and unlocks and opens the doors to the joy centers. Those doors stay locked and covered up and hidden and shrouded in shadows when we, when we bypass all of that. Okay. Because our shadows, right? Like we've talked about on the shadow work episode, actually I'll link that for everybody because, um, you can use the shadow work episode as a wonderful base point and just listen to that episode, but use sexual healing or sexual shadow work as your intention. Um, and that would be a wonderful, wonderful place to start. But just like we talked about in that episode, our shadows and our projections, right, from our lizard brain, from those really, really core fundamental parts of ourselves, um, they're trying to protect us. They're not trying to keep us from enjoying life. They're not trying to keep us from, from experiencing all of the pleasures of sacred sex. They're trying to protect us from getting hurt in whatever way that means for you. Some of the best places to start is um, like, it depends on where you're at, okay? When it comes to sexual shame and sexual trauma, we need to be just as mindful and purposeful with our healing process as we are with the actual sex magic um, that I'm talking about. You need to be slow and steady wins the race, okay? There's no rushing this healing journey, for crying out loud, you have the shame and the trauma that you have. Don't compound it by reparenting yourself in this even more shameful way or continuing shameful way, okay? Um, so don't rush yourself. 
don't, oh, I should be over this already. Why didn't I heal from this? All these things. It's not, and also like we talked about in the shadow work episode, it's not like that. Healing is not linear. God, we talk about this all the time, but it's so hard for it to sink in. There is no, I'm broken one day and I'm fixed the next. It's a fucking journey. Healing is a path. It's an adventure, quite honestly. And there will be moments along that path and adventure where you're like, oh my God. All of a sudden, I just realized how much lighter I feel. I don't feel so heavy and weighed down anymore. I'm not having and experiencing those projections anymore. Huh. I haven't been having those intrusive thoughts anymore. Huh. I was able to reach my orgasm and climax faster than I ever have before. It wasn't wrapped up in my head and, right? This is how, that's how healing takes place. You don't even realize it's happening. And then all of a sudden you're like, huh, wow. So I want you to be patient with yourself. And that means that depending on what this looks like for you, um, sometimes starting in baby steps feels the best for everybody. So you can seek out different sexual and somatic healing coaches and counselors and therapists. Um, A lot of people, even licensed therapists and counselors have TikTok and Instagram and Facebook now. And you can actually find a lot of really quality people and consume their content that way. It didn't always used to be that way. Um, you know, you had to kind of look up a therapist more in your, in your insurance documents. And now you can kind of follow different people and you can see what other kind of content or other kind of products or services that they're offering as well. Because some of these specialists also offer classes and workshops, like I said, and these can be wonderfully, wonderfully validating and healing community and group events. Speaking of group events, group support. Sexual trauma or sexual shame and just sexual health and healing support groups in general, wonderful place to be, especially if it just feels like too much to embark on this journey by yourself. I, I really, honestly, I wouldn't recommend anyone embark on this, this healing journey by themselves because of how deep, deep, deep those sexual roots go, like I said. Um, I really encourage you to have some kind of external support, whether that's, like I said, more one-on-one support, just you and one trusted person and professional, or a community or group, like a support group that you trust and feel really safe in, okay? Um, those can be great places to start. Definitely start with the professionals. Start with the specialists, with people that know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about because not only have they studied it, but they have some kind of their own experience as well, okay? So that they can actually relate to you and actually offer you genuine and authentic validation, okay? They don't have to have gone through exactly what you've gone through, but um, if you've ever had a had a counselor or a therapist or taken a class from somebody um, that's some kind of healing work and 
and they have absolutely no experience in that branch or form of trauma. It's not to say that they can't do an effective job, but for some of us, we need that relatability. And if you need that, that's okay. Advocate for yourself and get that, okay? You want to work with people you actually connect with. Again, how can you show yourself more love and genuine connection? Um, My other tip is start with you. Don't start by trying to fix a partner, okay? And I wouldn't even say start by, don't even start by trying to fix sex as far as a relationship goes. Like, oh, the sex in my relationship hasn't been that bad. Let's fix that, the sex. No, I recommend starting with you first, no matter what the situation is. I recommend starting with your self-exploration before anything because, 99% of the time, we are just as much contributing to the problem as our, as our partners, maybe not 99% of the time, but there's tons and tons of scenarios where we're contributing on the average scenario. We're contributing just as much to the poor sex life. And if it's not, if it's a partner issue, well, you're going to also discover that through the self-exploration and you're probably going to have a little bit different of a path to walk down. And I genuinely salute my hat to you because it is not an easy path to walk if you realize months or even years or even decades into a relationship that this ain't it and it's not the one for you or you grew out of it or it's become toxic or it's always been toxic, whatever it's been for you, okay? Um, But you deserve whatever you are, are fully giving to that relationship and to that connection. Okay. So if you, that's why it's so important to start with you because then you'll know, no, I've done my healing journey. I've been on it. I do my self-exploration. I do my studying. I connect with people. I learn, I experiment, I try, I'm doing my part. And that way you'll be able to actually gauge and and navigate any sexual difficulties in your relationship or partnership way more effectively that way um, if you've really, really started with you. But don't be afraid and don't be ashamed to work with sex counselors and um, couples counselors. Do not feel, let's, I'm just going to be blunt. Don't do the same mistakes that our parents and their parents and their parents did, right? And just, no, be quiet. Don't talk about it. It's embarrassing. It's sex. It's private. So we're just going to not talk about it at all. Why? Why? Just keeping all of the trauma happening. It's just keeping the whole entire cycle going. So start with you. Start working with and seeking out professionals and specialists. Um, This can be on a very, very kind of left brain level, again, like working with strictly a therapist or a counselor. Um, But this could also be more in the right brain. And you can work with, like I said, a somatic sex coach um, or a sex magic specialist. Okay. Um, That doesn't mean to bypass your physical experience, right? We still want that physical sexual health as well. Um, But going at the journey from a spiritual approach is not, not bad at all. Okay. Um, one book that I read that I did enjoy, um, and it's not, I don't like looking at self-help books like fixes anyways. 
They're just another source of information. And this one had a really good base for healthy communication as well as healthy, open-minded sex positivity. But it's called Unfuck Your Intimacy. And um, I will link that in the show notes. I'm totally spacing the author's name. She also wrote Unfuck Your Brain. Here, I'm just going to look it up for you guys. That's right. Faith G. Harper. She's the author. Um, but I'll, like I said, I'll have a link for an Unfuck Your Brain. I didn't finish it, but what I read of it was also really good. That one was, I think, more popular. I think that one got really, really big. I really liked Unfuck Your Intimacy. It was recommended to me by a therapist a few years ago. And you can actually also purchase the workbook that goes with it because it actually has some really, really helpful exercises and prompts. Um, and she is a therapist. And so she has wonderful, very solid academic knowledge and experience, but also references and resources. So I did, that's a wonderful starting point. I'm happy to provide anybody with any other recommendations. If anybody has them and wants to reach out to me with them. Okay. I'm happy to add those as well. Um, but I want you to start here. I'm going to be honest. This was the not so sexy sex magic episode so far. I want you to start with the healing. Don't be afraid to. And a lot of the healing journey will include doing some really fun and adventurous sexual activities with yourself or other people. Um, but I, I really, really strongly recommend you go about this the slow and steady <laughs> Taurus way, like I always give you. I do really recommend going about this the slow and steady way um, for longevity and true, true sexual growth and evolution. Ugh, I'm so excited for all of you. I hope that this really inspires you. What I want to leave you with are a couple of prompts, a couple of thought prompts. You can journal about these. You can just think on them, whatever it is for you. Here they are. Number one. What does being sex positive mean to you? And if you want to look up a definition of sex positivity, you can. But just think about those two words. You know the definition of those words without looking them up. What does sex positivity mean to you? Next, what judgments come up for you when it comes to maybe it's uh, people having kinks Maybe it's people with fetishes. Maybe it's certain types of acts in the bedroom. Maybe it, for some people, you know, it's a really common one, um, making out. I have so many friends that are like, blah, blah, gross. I don't want to make out. And that's fine. We all get to have our preferences. Everybody gets to have their preferences. And again, we want to be enthusiastic and joyful and do the things we really fucking want to do when it comes to sex. Um, but I want you to pay attention to the, those really strong emotional reactions, not just the, eh, not for me, or eh, I don't really like that. Those ones that make you go like, oh, no, absolutely not. I don't like doing that. Gross. When you have that strong reaction, that's a projection or a judgment. And I want you to ask yourself, what comes up for you? And why do you think that is? The reason I want you to is that's probably going to give you a really good indicator of what kind of support to seek. Um, depending on the judgments and kind of the roots you dig up for yourself, you might see, I really would like to work one-on-one -on -one long-term with a sex counselor and really 
really do this sexual healing on this mental health professional level. Um, that's, that's why I want you to explore some of your judgments and the strengths of those reactions that come up. Okay. It's going to help give you a, a direction to go in. And then, and I want you to ask them in this order too, what does being sex positive mean to you? What judgments come up for you and why? And finally, what are concrete ways you can show yourself more love and connection? They can be things that you will do for yourself, but preferably, what are things you can do right now? What are things you could start implementing today or tomorrow to start showing yourself more true love and genuine connection? within yourself. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to start to embark on the really noble journey that sexual healing is. And I'm with you. Like I said, I have dealing with and talking through my long, long long-term shame that I had for my sexuality is very much a part of my sexual healing. And the reason I haven't like you know, blown off the top on this and talked about it at great length on the show is because I'm still in the middle of that journey. I'm not ready to full blown do that episode yet and really, and really uh, share those sides yet. There are parts that are still just for me in my healing journey um, that one day I'm I'm going to be really excited to share with everyone that I hope it offers some big validation and solidarity to people that really, really need it. Um, but right now I'm going to choose me and I'm going to choose what makes me feel safe in this journey. That's one way that I show myself more love and connection. So I keep those parts private until I'm fully ready. Okay. Just, just want you to know that I'm here and I'm that, I'm that human with you. No one's perfect when it comes to this stuff. It's fun and it is sexy and it is exciting. And the healing work behind sex is fucking real and raw and deep. And I salute you, like I said, okay? So thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today. Might not have been what you expected, but like I said, this is not going to be the last time I think that we talk about this. We'll start, you know, we can get a little more into the nitty gritty, but this was definitely the best place to start. Okay. The most, from the most holistic standpoint. So I hope this inspires you. I hope that you feel empowered and I'm here for you. Okay. I'm with you. I love you all so much. Stay safe. Have a wonderful weekend and stay magical out there. Hello, my neighbor. I'm stopping in with just a really quick announcement at the end of our episode today to let everybody know that the current rates for my one-on-one intensives will be increasing beginning June 21st or the summer solstice. If you've been wanting to work together and you want to get in now uh, before my prices do increase, go ahead and go to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash services to book your session today. And if you want to get to know me a little bit better, hop on a call, ask some questions before you book, I am always happy to do so. You can either send me an email or a message, or we can jump on a phone call together, and I am happy to answer any questions that you have. And as always, now and after I increase my rates, 
payment options and payment plans will be available and flexible. Thank you so much for your incredible support and energy here in our neighborhood. Have a magical day.